0: (laughs) (hady) 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 (hadyOLD) (hady) 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 (hady). (hady) (hady) Shalom, shalom, shalom. Hey, what's going on? My name is Michael Sano and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the 12 Cities in Israel podcast, the only positive podcast about the food, the culture, and the people of Israel. We're here to tell you about all the great things that this big little country has to offer. Um, Listen, if this is your first time watching the video version, please, 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 please don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. So that you're always, always, always in the loop when we, uh, when we have a brand new, fresh episode out. If you'd like to take us with you on your way to work or to the gym, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. And if you'd like to help us by becoming a patron of the show, head on over to www.patreon.com. Dot com forward slash twelve cities in Israel. Um every donation helps us put out this awesome show and we really, really appreciate all of those who do currently and all of those who will in the future. All right. Um this episode, this episode's going to be pretty fun, pretty exciting. Um it is about in honor of the Tokyo Olympics, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Dun! Dun, 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 dun. we are doing an episode on Israel in the Olympics. All it, it's a it's actually it's a super duper rich history. So episode 35, Israel in the Olympics. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, for those of you who know a little bit about the history, we will be going over um, 1972. For those of you who don't know, please stay tuned keep listening and we're going to do a remembrance. So, all right. On that note, let's give shout outs to our sponsors. Um, And our first one is to Neviot. Neviot plus flavored water, nature at its best taste. Neviot plus delivers you with a true combination of health and pleasure. It's enhanced with five B-group vitamins. It's based on Neviat natural mineral water, one of its kind in Israel. It is also naturally sweetened and low in calories. Only five, only 35, sorry, 35 to 40 calories per eight fluid ounces. There are no preservatives, no color additives, and it's available in delicious, indulging flavors like apple, peach, and grape, which we have here today. So if you're in Israel, you should be drinking Neviot. For more information, head on over to their website, wwwneviotglobalcom forward slash en forward slash home. That's wwwneviotglobalcom forward slash en forward slash home. This stuff's awesome. Grape's one of my favorites. It's also one of my Son's favorites and if you'd like to get this water delivered to your home our next sponsor can help you with that um they are makolet online and makolet uh, makolet online's main goal is to make israeli groceries and judaic products affordable and available to everyone in the usa and canada Their online store carries items that are unavailable in most places in North America. Things like tahini, Israeli chocolates, frozen borekas, which everyone loves, and the Neviat water that we have here today. Um, At Makulat Online, you will find your favorite Israeli goods or simply enjoy brand new flavors. All of their products are kosher and most are manufactured in Israel. So if you want the taste of Israel delivered to your home, we have something extra special for you. If you use the coupon code 12 cities in Israel," that's the number one, two cities in Israel, you will receive 15% off of your entire order. So head on over to Makolet Online, www.makoletonline.com and order today. All right. So in the spirit of Olympics, we are going to roll right into our next segment. And for those of you who have been watching and listening, you know what that segment is. That is our Chamesh Ba Chamesh. Chamesh is five. Um, And this is the part where we give you five Hebrew words. That are related to our topic today. And this one's gonna be really fun. Some of these words you're gonna know, some of these words you're gonna be like, that is not a Hebrew word, but it's Hebraized. I think that's the way you say it. Hebraized. Um, so let's start. Our first one is Are you ready? Olympi. Now come on, that one, Olympi. What is Olympi? olympi is olympic that one was an easy one but it's because of that these uh these words that are kind of transliterated from different languages this one's from english olympi which actually it's really greek right um but olympi they they're they're easier to remember so olympi means olympic our next one is another one that will be easy to remember, and that is atleti, atleti. I hope I'm saying that right, atleti, which is athletic. And holy cow, same way. It's, it comes over from the English language, atleti. Now, our next one is a true Hebrew word, um and it just dimmed so give me one moment and our next one is oh i want to make sure i'm saying this correctly too yes chazak chazak and that's with a chet so you really got to get that in there chazak chazak is strong strong because you have to be strong to be in the olympic well i don't know maybe you do well yeah you do you have to be atleti they chazak they means and so chazak strong now our next word is a verb and the l sound which is a lamid, means two so and i want to get this one right uh, because this one I had I had to learn. So, le nazak le I I really hope I'm saying this one right. Le hazak le or Ak no yak le hazak, which means to win. And that's what we want, right? Do we want to win at the Olympics? But what do we want? Lehazach. What do we want to win? We want to win Zahav, which is our final word, Zahav. And Zahav is gold. Zahav. Um. All right. That was, uh, that was actually, that was super duper quick. I hope that's helpful. If you watch the video version, you can rewind it. But those are our words. Olimpi, Atleti, um, Chazak, Lehazeach, and Zahav. All right, there you go. All right. Into the episode. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me take a quick sip of coffee and then I will go over my mountain of notes with you. It's really going to be fun. So hold on. So, oh, all right. So the Olympics, the Olympics, the Olympics, the Olympics. I don't know if you know this, but um, we have Israel has won Quite a number of medals, and I'm going to go over all those. I think I'm going to have to wind up going over those in that in in the in the latter half. But what I'm going to do right now is we're going to go over some of the history of um, Israel in the Olympics. Now they have completed. They have competed. Israel has competed as a country since 1952. In the Olympics, okay, so that's that's pretty much almost the entire span of the country's existence. Um, so that's pretty great. But what's interesting? So the Israeli Olympic Committee, though, was formed um, a lot earlier than that. It was it was formed about. Tw- um, like one year less than 20 years. So 19 years prior to that during the Palestinian mandate in 1933. um, And it is named. So wait a minute. So we have some stuff here. So it was formed as part of a union. Okay. But it was formed under what's called Maccabi. Now, Maccabi is part of a larger movement, part of a larger athletic movement. So I have to give you a little bit of Eastern European Jewish history, not a whole lot, but just some. And that's why I was kind of hesitating because it it, in the beginning, because it takes such a little convoluted path. So you had all of these groups that were trying to, and I've talked about this um, in another episode when I was talking about fitness in Israel. You have um, Jewish masculinity, masculine Judaism. That's what it's called. Um, now, it's not a religious movement. It's more of a social and cultural movement that existed at a, at the turn of the century and prior to the turn of the century to combat the a lot of the anti-Semitic tropes that were in existence about... And and some of those even exist today till today. And I don't mean they exist in a in a horrible anti-Semitic white national discourse. They exist in Jewish culture today. Um to some degree. I would like to think that with everything that's been going on, and with the alley racemans who have who have uh, competed and won gold, that we're we're erasing this paradigm. But muscular Judaism was developed because there was this trope. A trope is is a concept uh, 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 that that gains steam within the minds of people, and it, it was uh, it was this idea that Jews were unathletic. Jews were incapable of being. Jews were um, weak, not able to compete, not able to do manual labor, not able to do X, Y, or Z, anything that dealt with the physical expression of the body. We know, of course, that that's not true. But, I mean, there's even a family guy joke where uh, Stewie, one of the characters, kicks a ball and winds up getting the uh, the number one athlete in the school thing. So it exists. It's garbage. It's balagan. It's, uh, it's not in any way, shape, or true, and anyone who believes it literally look at Ali Raisman and also continue to listen to this thing. So in order to combat that, um, a lot of secular Jews got together and they formed this Maccabi organization and I I'm I, I had trouble finding out more about it I want to su- see if I can read a history about it because it's a really interesting really 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 interesting idea but from what I could tell it started in Krakow Poland and transferred itself when they were when they were developing uh, a national fitness or sporting club, they were they they used the model of the Maccabee, and it's turned into an international Jewish organization. And we also have the Maccabi Games in Israel. So let me read a little bit about this. So, the movement's named after the Maccabees, who were a Jewish national liberation movement that fought for and won independence from Antiochus IV, epiphanies ironically at the time the Maccabees were staunchly opposed to athletic competitions part of the hellenizing cultural tendencies which they opposed athletic competitions held in Jerusalem under the Seleucids were terminated once the Maccabees took over and but the the fighting strong spirit of the Maccabees was adopted by Zionists in eastern Europe when they were coming over and Hey, what do you do? I can live with it. Can you? Uh, <laughs> so, at the twelfth Jewish Congress in uh, in nineteen twenty one, the Maccabee World Union was put together, and this was pre state, and that of course transferred. This was the World Jewish Con- Jewish Congress. This was the group that put together um all of the different projects and programs that eventually became the state of Israel. And Maccabi was one of them. How cool is that? They eventually went on to become, that group went on to become the Israel Olympic Committee. And they are in Tel Aviv uh, at the National Training Center, which is a really cool place. It's a It's a really, really awesome place. I want to get someone from the National Training Center On, I actually want to try to get somebody else on too and I'm going to tell you who that is later in the episode because we're going to talk about her but there it's important to note let me take a sip of coffee hold on now Maccabee is also a football team in Israel Maccabi is also a football team in Israel but I don't know if you know this but there is another bunch of organizations that are around that if you know anything about Israel, they are Hapol and Hapol Bersheva is a football team. Hey, I'm probably going to take some people off, but Hapol Bersheva is my favorite team. So Hapol was a competing sporting group that was part of the labor organization. So Mapai, which eventually became labor, uh, was a political party that also had a sporting component to it. So, it it kind of makes sense because you got you got uh you, you they would want to keep their social ideals together. So congregation being together in sport solidifies um camaraderie, morale and all that stuff. So they brought about Hapol. Now Hapol didn't wind up having any association with the Olympic Committee, and it was really because they were kind of pushed out of it. Uh, Maccabi was pretty dominant. Now, 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 Israel has sent a team to each of the Summer Olympic Games, like I said, since 1952, Except for 1980, when they boycotted the Summer Olympics along with the United States. They also, we're only talking about the Summer Olympics. I can do another one on the Winter Olympics. But that was, but they also boycotted the Winter Olympics in the U.S. Uh, and Israel takes place in the, uh, Israel takes part in both the Summer and the Winter Olympics. And, I'm pretty sure, but the Olympic Committee that is in Tel Aviv is responsible for both events. I don't know, would they be called events? They would be events, I guess, but they're events within events. So there, since 1952, with the exception of those two, uh, that summer and that Winter Olympics, the United States, uh, Israel, we're talking about Israel. Sorry. (laughs) Israel has sent a team to the uh, Summer Olympics, and they've been very successful. They've been highly competitive. By doing that, that means that their Israeli athletes are competing. Now, a lot of that has to do with everything that Israel puts into sport. Sport is such a huge part, and that's why this, that it's interesting. So, Hapol who i talked about was the uh was the the sport branch of the labor party they may not have been integral in in the olympic committee but within the state of israel they were integral they were they were just such a part of it so since and I've told you about this before and I'm giving you a lot of history I know that we're going to talk about some of the events and we're going to talk about some of the participants in these events but what's interesting to note is sport being a part of daily life is something that existed in Israel as it does in the United States I'm pretty sure up until recently with the uh the inclusion of massive fees um, in the United States for sport. Prior to that, it was pretty much, you signed your kid up, you paid a couple bucks and they played. Fundraising was part of it and all that. Sport in Israel is a lot more a part of the entire social fabric. Not everyone is included. I, I get that. Um, I don't have an answer for that, but the majority of people are included and you have since you have this important dynamic of sport being such a part of Israeli culture and activity and fitness and all of that this goes all the way back to pretty much the establishment of the state and that's because towns would develop sporting clubs. There wasn't a lot to do in Israel in the the beginning. There weren't a lot of facilities. There weren't a lot of... There wasn't a lot of money. There weren't a lot of resources. So what people did is they entertained themselves with music and activity, sport. This, of course, led to the development of what's called the Wingate Institute, which uh, that's that's another person... I want to get someone from there on, because the Wingate Institute directs, and I'm not sure of this relationship, this is why I want to get someone on, so the information I read is the Olympic Israel Committee is responsible for the Olympics, and the National Training Center is a part of the Wingate Institute. So I'm interested what that relationship is. And I know the Wingate Institute has some premier facilities. They have um, a lot of pitches, uh, uh, fields, sporting fields. They have an Olympic-sized swimming pool. They have some of the best physical therapy, rehab, sports psychology, all that stuff. They, uh, it, it, it's, it's really, really incredible. And by because of that, The National Training Center has access to all of that, but the National Training Center also has its own facilities. So, all right. um, I am at the halfway point, and all I have, I feel like I babbled. Um, But before, hold on. No, wait. So, before we get to that, before we get to that, before we get to the shout outs, um, I wanted to give you some information about what the Israeli International Committee does. Now, they are mainly responsible for organizing and preparing Israel Israel's athletes for the Olympic Games and also for other competitions that are under the auspices of the International Olympic Committee. So, all of the different events that you the qualifying events and all of that the olympic committee uh is also the sole authority to to decide on the composition of israel's olympic delegation at the summer and winter olympics so basically they pick who's on the team what teams even compete um i i'm i'm assuming i know the the first one's right they pick who's on the team so you're going to be on the team, you're going to be on the team, you're going to be on the team. Of course, they all have to qualify, but if they have, let's say they have 10 people who qualify, but only five can be on the team. The Olympic Committee for Israel picks who's on the team. Now, this one I thought was pretty interesting. So in 1984, the Olympic Committee with the Sports Authority, uh, which is apparently today the Sports Administration, And what? The sports betting board established the elite sports department, the professional arm that helps prepare the athletes for the Olympic Games. Um, The elite sports department also pays close attention to the success at important competitions, including world championships and European championships, And beyond the culture of sport and Olympism, which I didn't even know was a word, the Olympic Committee also judges the achievements at the Olympic Games with the emphasis on winning medals and reaching Olympic finals. Now, Israel was not officially recognized by the International Olympic Committee until 1952, but this was also... And, and it was because, so there was an Olympics in 1948. They didn't compete in the 1948 Olympics because there is a process. It's not, they weren't snubbed. They weren't like, oh, we're not letting those guys in. We've heard all about you guys, and you're troublemakers. So No, it was nothing like that. There is a process. It takes time. There's paperwork, bureaucracy, and we're not... We're talking post-World War II, so this isn't the information age. So it took time, and it wasn't until 1952. So this is where I'm going to pause, and I am going to give our mid-episode shout out. So our first one is from iConnect. iConnect, engagement with Israel that earns you rewards. iConnect is a website dedicated to teaching you more about Israel. It's also a social gaming platform where you can play, earn points, and receive cool prizes all for free. While you're there, You will connect with Israel by engaging with all of iConnect's numerous articles, games, quizzes, polls, and more. Now, why should you play? Because iConnect's unique platform introduces you to Israel in a fun, exciting, and most importantly, rewarding way. All while working towards giving you a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So, head on over to www.iconnect.com. .co.il, that's dot il and start playing now. Our next one is from Israel Phones. So Israel Phones is the leading provider of communication devices for people traveling to Israel and they offer SIM cards, mobile phone rentals, and Wi-Fi devices, which are mobile Wi-Fi hotspots and serve the connectivity needs of tour groups, synagogues, schools, community missions, study programs, and individuals visiting their family and friends, supplying you with all of the mobile phone equipment that you'll need on your next trip to Israel. Now, for those of you, you who have used Israel phones, they have a bunch of new plans for Israel that give you a much better bang for your buck. You now get much more data at an affordable price, with unlimited calls and texts in Israel and international calling to the U.S. included. 30 gigabytes is only $29. 50 gigabytes is only $39. And these plans are valid for 30 days, a 10% discount, four stays over 90 days. With their new iConnect Israel Rewards Program, you can get a $15 credit to cover the cost of the SIM card just for signing up. You can join iConnect Israel, Israel right now and start earning points towards great, great, great rewards. Also, because of watching this show, if you use the coupon code 12 cities in Israel, you will get a free SIM card, which is a $15 value if you spend $30 or more on their site. So if you want to use that 12 cities in Israel, the number one, two cities in Israel, You can use that, or you can use the rewards program. Um, But either way, you should do it now. So go on over to Israel Phones, www.israelphones.com, and check it out. All right. Um, Thank you, guys. Israel Phones and iConnect. And we are going to move into the second half of this show. And this, now that I've given you the history, now that I've given you the background, I've given you everything. Well, not everything, but I've given you enough to make you dangerous. So, so now we're going to talk about recent history. We're going to talk about how Israel has done in the Olympics, what they've done in the Olympics, uh, what they've meddled and a little bit more. So hold on. Let me take a sip real quick. So for those of you who don't know, Israel has gotten, guess how many? Guess how many medals? I'm going to count to five. And you tell me if you're right. Five, four, three, two, one, nine. Israel has won nine medals in the Olympics. You go, Israel. Way to go. Oh, I'm so proud. Now, what have they won them in? Well, they have won one gold, and that was in sailing. They have won one silver, and that was in, are you ready? Judo. They have won seven bronze medals. That's so awesome! They've won two in sailing. They've won four in judo. They've won one in canoeing. Canoeing—I didn't even know that was a sport. I had to do some. Uh, I had to do a little bit of research on that. And I'm going to tell you who won the medals and how they won the medals. Little quick blurb. Not not going to go too deep into it but this is by um this is alphabetical so it's not going to be in chronological order so at the spain olympics of 1992 in barcelona yael arad won the silver for the women's half middleweight judo so don't mess with Yael Arad. So take you up. Uh, in that same Olympics. Oran Smadja. Won the bronze. In the men's lightweight judo. So he's a force to be reckoned with as well. In the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta. In the US. Um, Gal Friedman. What did he do? He won the men's sailboard competition. I had to look that up um, because it said sailing and sailboard. It basically, it's windsurfing, for those of you who don't know. And that's not to make it less, oh, he's just a windsurfer. I, I can't windsurf. so, um, And it's so awesome. It's cool. But dude, come on. You got to train. You got to go out on the ocean. Darn, that's too bad. Tough life. Um, uh, that, that's pretty cool. I think that's awesome. Now, in 2000, at the Australian Olympics in Sydney, Michael Kolganov won in canoeing. Now, I had to look this up the men's K1 500 meter. And I was like, you could win canoeing? I canoed when I was a kid in Boy Scouts. And I was like, man, that's crazy. But turns out it's not with a big open canoe. It's kayaking. So that to me made a lot more sense. And for that, he won the bronze. That's so awesome. Congratulations, Michael. Now in 2004 in Athens, Greece, which would be so cool. Come on. If you could win the Olympics and it was the one in in Greece or your home country, that's like either or. That would be so tremendous. Ariel Zaevi won the bronze in the men's half heavyweight judo. So this this guy's a powerhouse. This guy's kicking you in the chest and you're done. So we go, Ariel. He won the bronze. Now this is our gold. This is our gold medal winner. Are you ready? And he won it in Athens. Gal Friedman, he won the men's sailboard in 2004 in Greece. Awesome. He, uh, he won the gold. Wow. So, moving on. Congratulations, Gal. Way to go. You are Israel's gold medalist. That's awesome. Um, so, for 2008 in China, in Beijing Olympics... Shahar Zuberi won again. We're dominating in men's sailboard. Uh, he he won the bronze in 2008. Way to go, Shahar. This one, this is our most recent Olympics too, these last two. And this is actually the per- one of the people that I want to get on the show. Yadden Gerbi. She won. She won the women's half middleweight in judo, and she seems like the sweetest, nicest person. If you've ever seen pictures or video of her, she's just literally the nicest person in her interviews. Um, and she won the bronze. We're going then. Now, also in that Olympics, we cleaned house. Or Son, I want to get him too. That would be oh, I, I don't. I would want him separate though it would be cool to have them both at the same time. He won the bronze in the men's heavyweight. So Brazil so we are dominant in judo. And from what I understand in a lot of the world championships, a championships, so the the little tick-offs, qualifiers to get to the to the Olympics were pretty dynamic. Um, wow. Wow. So those and he won the bronze also. So those are our medal winners. And it was important since this is an episode about Israel at the Olympics to name every <coughs> single one of them. Um, now, so that was the past. That was history. So what are we going to do now? Where are we going to go now? What are we doing? What's our team going to be like when we're up there screaming, when Israel is on TV for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, who's our team? Let me take a sip of coffee, and I will tell you. Give me one moment. So, the 2020, I, I don't have the names of everyone. um, Because that, that, I actually couldn't find all of that. I do have the name of one person that I really, 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 and if she is training in Israel, when I'm there in February, I'm going to see if I can hook up like an interview. I don't know. schedule's probably bananas. She's probably got a lot of media appearances as well, but I'd like to see if I could do it, but this is what we are doing. So are you ready? athletics we have a total of five participants and athletics is from what it looks like i i think i looked into this athletics is track and field running marathon i'm pretty sure i think these people are marathoners we have three men competing and we have two women competing i don't know who they are i'm sorry um, Israel has a baseball team competing in the Olympics. What? Awesome. So we have 24 people on the team. It's a men's team. I'm sorry. Uh, women, but there are no women competitors, it appears. Yeah. Right. I think it's women's softball in the Olympics, but I don't even know of that, um, but yes, men's baseball, there is a team, 24 people. But our next group of competitors is actually not a group. It is an individual. And she will be representing Israel in cycling. So I don't know what, how long it is, how far it is, but boom, you go. Now, we also have a, an equestrian team. And as of right now, that, the composition of that team is to be determined. I don't know if they're qualifying all the way up until, but it just said to be determined. But we have a total of three competitors. Uh, To be determined is, are they men or women? I don't, I don't know if they're separated by gender, but... We're going to move on. So, we will be competing in gymnastics, which is awesome. Um because I'm super duper psyched about I get really bananas when gymnastics comes on. So, I go to the gym and exercise with uh gymnastic rings to do like just all kinds of stuff. And I love it. And I live it and I'm in the process of trying to do new moves on those gymnastics rings. And to do that, I need to learn how to do a split. (laughs) And I'm actually making progress. So um, I am obsessed with the gymnastics portion. Um, Of the team, which will be a total of nine, we have two men and seven women. So it's going to be awesome. We're going to we're going to clean their clocks um and our next one which from our meta winners you already know we're strong sailing so we have four competitors we have one man and three female competitors in the women's sailing portion so uh, that's awesome we have so shooting so there is shooting competitive shooting i think i i did i looked this up and it is air rifle marksmanship or something like that and we have one man going representing israel so you go uh shoot your way to gold hey dude probably have to pay for that now um i'm selling it shoot your way to gold um our next one is surfing what awesome surfing is in the Olympics? I had no idea. Um, so And Israel's being represented by a woman. So that's awesome. So that is a demanding, awesome sport. I am so excited. In swimming, we actually have a big representation. We have six swimmers for Israel. We have four men and two women um that's gonna be awesome so there is a total of I get crazy about the swimming too so when Michael Phelps was in there I was like oh my god let's go 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 so I love the Olympics I get crazy I love the World Cup I love the big games you know what I mean the big international games they just they just get me going um so in total the 2020 Israel Olympic team has 35 men And 16 women for a total of 54 competitors. That means 54 Israelis qualified for the Olympics. For the Olympics. What? That's awesome. You go. Oh, I love this. I love that. I'm getting excited. I'm really excited about the Olympics coming. So, but... The one that I'm most excited about, hold on one sec. The one I'm most excited about, and I watched a video about this is Lenoy Ashram, and she is a twenty year old woman who is competing in rhythmic gymnastics. Now, I know about gymnastics, but I had never heard of rhythmic gymnastics. And that's, it's out of control. So not only is this young woman an athlete, she's an athlete in something that requires coordination that 99% of the world cannot do. And apparently the Russians really dominate this. So, but she's favored as to score like super duper high. Now, if for those of you who know anything about uh Olympic gymnastics, there's a floor routine, and you've seen it um Ali Raisman made it, it it's been famous uh for her floor routine um Imagine doing that while balancing a ball and never dropping the ball or twirling a hula hoop and the hula hoop never hits the ground or Flipping these little clubs, these little like, they look like drumsticks with heads on big and flipping them around, but they can never stop. It's amazing. And she's uh, amazing at this. She's one of the world's top competitors. She is the 2017 world all around bronze medalist and the 2018 world all around silver medalist and the 2019 European Games all around silver medalist because um Israel is part of a lot of European leagues um she's going to do awesome you go oh my gosh lenoy we're all behind you team israel we are all behind you you go um, sorry, I got really excited. Um, all right. Now that I brought the joy, I have to take it down a notch because I have to talk about something. Um in talking about Israel and the Olympics, I need to talk about nineteen seventy-two. And I might Cry a little bit. So in nineteen seventy two, members of a Palestinian terrorist organization called Black September broke into the dorms and murdered. Um, a number of the Israeli national team. I'm not here to talk about the politics. I'm not. I'm here to remember them. And that all the history... All of the things that Israel does in the Olympics doesn't make it okay, but it keeps the flame going, that Olympic torch going. Um, what kills me about this is these 11 beautiful souls were killed and it wasn't until 2016 2 days before the 2016 um olympics that the international olympic committee officially honored those killed um you would think that they would have said something at the next Olympics and that they would have been honored. I don't know. But I'm going to close this out by reading their names and what they did. Um, so... The murdered people, the murdered members of the Israeli 1972 Olympic team were David Berger, 28. He was a weightlifter. Zaev Friedman, 28. He was a weightlifter. Yosef Gutfrund, 40, wrestling referee. Eliezer Halfen, 24, he was a wrestler. Yosef Romano, 32, weightlifter. Amitzur Shapira, 40 track coach Zahat Kehat Shore 53 shooting coach Mark Slavin 18 wrestler Andre Spitzer 27 fencing coach Yakov Springer 51 weightlifting judge Moshe Weinberg 33 wrestling coach bless you all and you know what they Wouldn't want this. They would want the sport as it does to move on. They would want the Olympic fire, as I said, that torch to keep burning. And they want nothing but the greatest things for the Israeli national team and from them to the israeli national team you go you go for the gold and you get that gold in tokyo in 2020 baruch hashem baruch hashem baruch hashem you go and you get it um all right that's the show i had to liven myself up i'm so sorry if i brought you down but i thought that it was important um from my heart to the heart of the olympic national team and to every family of every competitor and everyone associated who has ever been involved uh, we're with you all right um thank you so much for joining us for the 12 cities in israel podcast don't forget uh, don't forget to subscribe to our feed and become a part of the 12 cities in Israel community. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. And we'll be bringing you a brand new podcast every week. So keep your eyes out for that. Also, to help support this podcast, as I said in the beginning, you can visit our Patreon page and become a regular donor. You can find that page at www.patreon.com forward slash 12 cities in Israel. And as I said, that's the number one two cities in Israel. Also, please, please, please visit our YouTube channel where you can see a video version of this podcast if you're listening, plus other videos that we have produced, including our full-length travel episode of My Favorite Place, the city of 'er Beersheba in southern Israel. While you're there, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. You can also check us out at our website, www.12citiesinisrael.com on our Facebook page and on Instagram, where every day I post a brand new photo, or at least try to, of our trips to Israel. And also check us out on Twitter, where I'm tweeting. So, um, all right. That's it. Ve.